This is Dish and Dirt with Gary Pickren, South Carolina's only podcast dedicated to the real estate agent craft. And now the host of Dish and Dirt, Gary Pickren. And greetings. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Dish and Dirt. I'm your often opinionated but rarely wrong, if ever wrong, host Gary Pickren coming to you live or really not really live, but on demand, I guess, if there is demand uh, from the beautiful downtown offices of Blair Cato in downtown Columbia, South Carolina. So here we are entering the final week of September. We are now entering the last quarter of 2023. And man, has this year flown by. A lot of really important things have happened in real estate. Not only this year, but particularly in the last couple of weeks, you know, we have spent a lot of time talking with the legal minds and brilliant minds at the association and uh, Redfin and other places about what's going on with the National Association of Realtors and what these lawsuits mean and whether they'll have any effect on how you practice real estate here in South Carolina. And I'm happy to announce that there may be another positive uh, happening here in the legal sense with NV Realty. Um, if you haven't heard about the NV Realty Home Buyer Benefit Program, I'm, I would be amazed. I think most people who are in real estate know about these 40-year listing agreements that are being filed as liens all over the uh, country. In fact, 33 different states have them being filed. And some major news has happened along that front. So we're going to talk about NV Realty, what the Home Buyer Benefit Program is, why I think there are problems uh, there, and what needs to be done. I know that North Carolina has addressed this. Hopefully our legislature is addressing this. The Attorney General's office might be addressing it. But the good news that we can share today might bring it all to a very quick grinding halt anyway. So we're going to share that news. Now, before I get to that, I want to remind everybody that October 3rd is our big Rocktoberfest event. It is going to be held at Beer Keller at the Canal Side. We have a tremendous event lined up for you guys. If you haven't been to Beer Keller's new brewery on Canal Side, you're going to be amazed. It looks just like a German brewery in any of the major towns in Germany. It's on the riverfront. It's got gorgeous tree coverage. It is just a fantastic, beautiful place. My good friend Sam Moses is one of the principal owners over there. He's a lawyer at Parker Poe, and we just are very excited to be there with him. And we have Tokyo Joe as your Rocktober band, and everybody loves Tokyo Joe. They play all the greatest cover songs that you all know. We have tremendous prizes, including Aerosmith tickets. Yes, you heard that right. One of our prizes this year, Aerosmith tickets. So if you're an Aerosmith fan, or even if you just like good rock music, Aerosmith's a phenomenal concert. I saw them here in Columbia many years ago. But we have those tickets up for grab this year as well. Our incredible sponsors for the night are going to be Dick Dyer Mercedes-Benz. So we should have some cool Mercedes-Benz for you to look at at the event. We also have our general sponsors, Great Southern Homes, SIC Insurance, Foundation Mortgage, Gill Mortgage, Movement Mortgage, Giles Insurance, Executive Construction, and a brand new sponsor this year, Empire Windows and Doors. So great sponsors. You guys come out and help the sponsors and uh, show them some love and let them know you appreciate their sponsorship because without their sponsorship, these events could not happen. So October 3rd, look forward to seeing you there. On the upstate, do not forget about the tailgate party that uh, Kelly is once again putting together. I believe that's going to be on October 19th. A lot more information will come as soon as we have that done as well. So let's go ahead and jump right on in with our show today. All right, well, let's go ahead and start talking about this NV Realty issue. So I've been debating about bringing this issue to you guys for a while. Uh, It's been going on for quite a while, but I finally decided, yes, it's something we need to talk about because there has been kind of a major movement on that front. I personally think this could be the end of NV Realty. I think it's finally here. 
quite frankly, I'm extremely astonished that it's taken this long and that they have lasted this long in the market based on what they have been doing or allegedly doing, we'll say. Now, I know most of you, if not all of you, are very familiar in the real estate industry with NB Realty and, and very familiar with their so-called homeowner benefit program. I have fielded numerous calls, a lot of emails, a lot of complaints. Uh, I've talked about it face-to-face with you at some of our events, like our October event that we have coming up. And there's been a lot of complaints about this homeowner benefit program. In fact, I just got back from Montreal, where the Real Estate Commission held our annual meeting with U.S. and Canadian commissioners. And one of the big topics of interest at the Real Estate Commission meeting for the commissioners was NV Realty. So let's talk a little bit about that. The MV, and that's M and as in Mary and V as in Victor, MV Realty Homeowner Benefit Program has certainly made them a target, not only in South Carolina, but numerous states across the country, the attorney generals, their state legislatures, uh, real estate commissions, and even plaintiff lawyers have now started targeting NV Realty. So let me give you a little background first. NV Realty is a Florida-based realty company. It does operate in 33 states. And that includes South Carolina. I think their office in South Carolina may be in Charleston, uh, from what I understand. And nationwide, they do have about 500 real estate agencies. The agency began to get in legal trouble somewhere around the fall of 2022. It got sued by the attorney generals in Florida, Massachusetts, and Pennsylvania. Lawsuits from these attorney generals involved the homeowner benefit program, which is little more than a 40-year contract or a 40-year listing agreement. I think it's akin to a listing agreement, and I'm not so sure that it complies with South Carolina listing agreement laws, but we'll talk about that in a little while. The company has now uh, been sued over this period of time by at least six state attorney generals. I've heard it's actually increasing, and these attorney generals allege that the company has misled customers about the homeowner benefit program. Interestingly, the Federal Communications Commission is also investigating NV Realty for using alleged predatory robocalls to find the people to get into to participate in this program. Now, I have actually spoken with someone who used to do these robocalls, and I have to say it was a pretty impressive machine. Uh, basically, she told me she would make a call. As soon as that call ended, hang up. The next call is ringing, and as soon as they get on the phone, the phone would let her know. And it truly was like, from what I can hear from her, uh, one of these cold calls that you get perhaps when the phone rings on your cell phone, you answer it, and there's nobody there, and you say hello again, and then the person clicks in. So it was a very impressive machine that they had uh, put together there. I also understand, and I haven't confirmed this, but I understand that the South Carolina Attorney General, Alan Wilson, that he's also investigated the company uh, as these other states have as well, and understand that the AG's office is serious about uh, ending this practice as well. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. I've been told about that from somebody who should be in the know. So we'll see if the state attorney general's office will, will continue to do something, may bring an action against them as well. The news that I'm going to share with you today may kind of preclude that from happening. But moreover, we know that MV Realty is in fact facing separate lawsuits from attorney generals now in Florida, Ohio, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. And I certainly don't think that's going to be the end of the lawsuits from the attorney general. I think we could see uh, more lawsuits in these 33 states that they are uh, working in. So each one of these lawsuits are are alleging that the MV Realty Homeowner Benefit Program is deceptive, that it misleads customers, and that that the company, in fact, itself preys on cash-strapped individuals 
according to the Real Estate News website, uh, and that's a very good website if y'all hadn't looked at it, it's called Real Estate News. MV Realty has told multiple media outlets that it denies all of these allegations and has said it, ex- it expects that it will prevail in court. I have some very serious reservations about that statement and whether they, in fact, will prevail in court. From what I've seen, I think they're facing an uphill battle. MV Realty is also not only facing lawsuits from the real estate, uh, or excuse me, the attorney generals. They've also, understand, have complaints at the real estate commissions in these 33 states. And they also are facing numerous localized complaints and lawsuits, not only from homeowners, but actual real estate agents and brokerages in several cities ranging from uh, Loveland, Colorado, all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, have also brought lawsuits against NV Realty. In fact, the Phoenix Business Journal has recently reported that NV Realty has even agreed to stop signing new contracts with homeowners, although they rigorously, as they said, defended what it called a, quote, innovative business model. Now, we'll can, we will discuss how innovative or perhaps predatory uh, their business model is uh, later on in this podcast. So what exactly is this 40-year agreement that's the heart of this issue? According to Brookley Han of HousingWire.com, and again, that's another great website resource for you, HousingWire.com, this is the quote from her article. Under NV Realty's homeowner benefit agreement, the homeowner signs over the right to list their home for the next 40 years to NV Realty in exchange for cash payments ranging from $300 to $5,000. So let's break that down. Basically, what they're doing is they're going to these homeowners that are strapped for cash, asking them if they would like, in their mind, free $300 up to $5,000. And all you have to do is sign this piece of paper saying that we can list your house for you when you sell it. I don't know. I haven't been there. I haven't seen the pitch, but allegedly a lot of people are saying that the pitch does not really go into full details, that there's going to be a lien filed against the property because the second half of her quote is, this means that if a homeowner decides to sell their house sometimes in the next 40 years, the company is entitled to list the home for a 3% commission, which is separate from the commission earned by the buyer side agent. If the homeowner breaks the agreement or decides to terminate it early, they must pay the firm 6% of the appraised value of the home. Now, this even applies if the homeowner dies and their heirs, who don't even know about the agreement, want to get rid of the property and want to try to get out of this contract. So from my understanding of how this works and what I've, what's been alleged in a lot of these lawsuits, as I said, this realty company is robocalling homeowners around the country in these 33 states. They are getting these people on the phone, they are convincing them that they will give them between $300 and $5,000. There's absolutely no allegation, by the way, that they aren't paying the money. So I think it is clear they have paid the money. Um, So there's no allegation of that. So I don't see an allegation of fraud in that aspect. Um, And these homeowners are getting the money. There's no one's complaining that they're not getting the money. So once these homeowners get the money, they're signing a document, which is recorded at the Register of Deeds office that puts on record at the courthouse for 40 years this lien, and that's what it's basically a lien. It's a lien like a mortgage lien or like a tax lien. And it says that if the people sell the property and they use MV Realty, then they'll pay a real estate commission to them of 3% for the seller side. If, however, they don't use MV Realty and they use another real estate agency on their free choice, then that would be considered a early termination, and they're going to have to pay 6% of the appraised value of the home. And that's recorded. And so there's no getting out of that. And in fact, not only do you not get out of that, the one that I personally saw 
even included a phrase that anybody who ever sells the house after you sell it to them also has to use MV Realty. So basically, they're trying to tie up that entire piece of property for 40 years. So if that property ever transfers hands in any form or fashion over the next 40 years, then that's they get to, to list it. Think about that. How many times a house transfers in 40 years? The average homeowner in the country lives in a house for eight years. So five times, I would say in markets like Columbia, for example, or Sumter, where you have uh, military presence, university presence, and things of that nature, the turnover is probably a lot quicker. I'd say probably closer to three years. So in that three-year period, they could stand to list that house between 10 and 15 times at 3%. And if they don't, quite frankly, they don't even care because if they don't get to list it, they get 6% in order to release that lien. Now, I have actually seen this in practice. We had a closing well over a year ago in which a homeowner had used uh, another real estate agent. They went to closing. We did the title work, and this lien popped up. It's the first time we'd ever seen it or even heard of NV, NV Realty. When we noticed the lien, it said that the lien was up uh, on the property and that NV Realty was entitled to 6%. And so we went back to the homeowner and said, you know, there's this lien here. You have to pay NV Realty 6% to release the lien. They're not agreeing to release it for any less than the 6%. And so here she was already paying a real estate agent, and now she was going to pay again to NV Realty. Title insurance companies are aware of this. They're talking about these issues as well. If you go to a title insurance company uh, seminar, MV Realty will certainly be on that uh, topic list. I'm all for an innovative approach to real estate. Don't get me wrong. We're facing a brand new approach to real estate right now. As I sit here kind of in the twilight of my career, and I'm 53 years old. I've been doing this for 28 years, so I probably have another, what, 10 or 15 years left to do this. So I'm kind of at that moving now past the midpoint of my career, going toward the end of my career. I can tell you we're about to see over the rest of my career a huge change in real estate because of AI. Uh, I've had Justin Tucker from WFG, title insurance company, on Dish and Dirt before. And as if you listen to that podcast that he did on AI, you will know that he called AI the third revolution of real estate. And I do believe that's 100% true. We are in a revolutionary stage of real estate. What will AI do is not truly known right now. We believe that today it does provide a lot of value. I've talked to some real estate agents in our market who are telling me they're using AI to write the property descriptions, to write the, the ads, to do the social media marketing. Because we have seen uh, that AI can create Instagram posts. It can create Facebook posts. It can create uh, help fill in a listing agreement. It can help write up the, the description of the property and things of that nature. Justin Tucker even mentioned how he's using AI for his clients to create individualized logos for property. So AI is a huge revolution, and it's going to be there's going to be a lot of innovative approaches that agents will take to that. But there is a huge difference in innovation like AI and predatory actions on distressed homeowners. It, it, it kind of amazes me whoever came up with this idea. I'm sure they were sitting around going, hey, we can Go to these people, get a hedge fund to help support it. We can put a couple million dollars into their pockets and tie it up and get 6%. And this is a brilliant idea. I'm just surprised that these people didn't go try to get legal opinions from attorney general's offices before they did it. It seems to me that before I would undertake something of such a huge nature, I would have gone to the attorney generals in those states and asked, is this a legal approach or is this predatory? And they could have got a, uh, perhaps an attorney general opinion, whether it was or not. 
Um, you know, but innovation is part of real estate, from the internet to using AIs to even teams. I mean, think how innovative teams were. We did not have teams when I started real estate in 1995. Teams were not even a, a concept. Now we're talking about mega teams. So innovation is always going to be part of us. But this predatory nature of things can't be part of us. And having people sign a 40-year listing agreement for minimal cash that locks them in to only using this particular real estate agency uh, for a small piece of cash, part of a small amount of cash, rather, uh, it just seems predatory to me, in, in my opinion. Now, maybe there were some people who actually did this, who got their $500 or their $5,000 and turned around and sold the house two years later and hired the company who listed the house and they were satisfied with them. I don't know. I'm not here to comment on that. I'm not here to dispute that. But I think the overall concept, in my opinion, uh, does seem uh, toward to me, untoward to me. I don't, I don't like it. All right. Since MV Realty has introduced this homeowner benefit program, which they started in August of 2020, which is during the COVID era, which also kind of leads a little bit of eh to it since it was during an era of cash-strapped people, MV Realty claims that it has enrolled 35,000 homeowners in these 33 states and that it has paid out nearly $40 million. Think of that for a minute. 35,000 homeowners were paid $40 million to sign this agreement. That means right now, in these 33 states, there are 35,000 liens, 35,040 year liens filed in these 33 states. In South Carolina, I know for a fact they are filed. I have seen them myself. Our title companies have seen them. Other lawyers have seen them. Uh, most of what I am aware of is that they have been filed in Register of Deeds offices in Richland, Lexington, and Horry counties. I know for a fact there are in those three counties. I can only imagine that there are many more counties. I don't think that they only concentrated on big areas. I think they went all over the state. Nick Cromitis, the head of South Carolina Realtors Association, and I have actually spoken about this a couple of times. And I don't remember the exact numbers that he had told me, but I recall him saying one county had already filed over a uh, hundred of these in, in a very short period. So they are definitely out there and they are a problem for you guys in real estate. So why is this a big problem for you? Well, if you're representing a seller who has one of these agreements, that they have signed, right now it's a lien against the property that has to be dealt with. So when the seller goes to closing and you've already done the net sheet using your commission rate and we haven't included the 6% that could be owed to NV Realty, now we have a huge problem because now the net sheet could be off thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, and it could push them into a negative equity situation. So when you're dealing with these things, you may have a deal ready to close and it's just been a very easy, simple deal. But now all of a sudden, because of this additional agreement, your positive equity deal now is turned into a negative equity deal. And we know what happens in those situations. Either the contract does not close or the parties go to the real estate agents and want everybody to start reducing commissions to keep this happening. So they're going to be a very big mess for people uh, as we continue to do real estate closings with these properties. They're also problematic for me legally uh, for many reasons. Besides the predatory nature, I think there's definitely a predatory nature to it, in my opinion. But the problem legally for these is agents can't file liens for commissions without a judicial order, meaning that if you haven't been paid a commission, it's a, you're owed, it's a breach of a contract. You can sue for breach of contract, get a court order awarding you money, and then you could file that lien. But you can't file as a real estate agent a professional lien like a mechanic's lien. You don't have a mechanic lien filing rights. Certain professions do. Architects, for example. 
could file a lien for mechanics lien, but you as a real estate agent cannot. Secondly, I think these things are essentially nothing more than listing agreements. And in South Carolina, we have very strict requirements of what must be in a listing agreement. Now, I know that there's some states I learned in Montreal that have already started trying to limit the length of time for listing agreements and things of that nature, and they are attacking it that way. So we are seeing some changes to listing agreements and what's required in a listing agreement. Many in our industry are actually calling on the South Carolina State Legislature to do something statutorily, like North Carolina just did, to kind of prevent these actions. And then we're going to talk about North Carolina in just a minute. But first, I want to talk about the huge news that happened with NV Realty just this week. They have now filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And this is big, big news, or as they like to say, bigly news. Chapter 11 is not like Chapter 7. Chapter 11 is what's called reorganization of debt. You're going to reorganize the debt. You're trying to stay in business. You're not dissolving the company. So it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to play out. They have filed the bankruptcy in all 33 states, and that includes South Carolina. And CBS News was the first to report this story. The filing alleges around $60 million in debt. And obviously, they're facing mountains of potential additional debt if these lawsuits proceed the way most people believe they would proceed and the way they would, would result. This filing, however, is most likely going to provide them protection against those lawsuits and any claims or dollar amounts that are awarded in those lawsuits. Now, in addition to those lawsuits in the multiple states for alleging misleading customers and homeowners, they have been essentially banned now in 14 states through legislation. According to Housing Wire, over the last year, the American Land Title Association, and so you'll understand who the American Land Title Association is, the closing statement is called an ALTA. That is that company. That's that organization that creates this. It's basically made up of the closing attorneys and title companies across the country. Now, Blair Cato's very own Cynthia Blair served as president of the American Land Title Association during the COVID era. Um, and that company or that organization, ALTA, has worked to pass legislation across states all across the country banning the right to list agreements. And according to that article, Elizabeth Blosser, Alta's vice president of government affairs, has said the property rights of American homeowners must be protected. A home often is a consumer's largest investment, and the best way to support the certainty of land ownership is through public policy. We must ensure that there are no unreasonable restraints on a home buyer's future ability to sell or refinance their property due to the unwarranted transactional cost. So, American Land Title Association is certainly keeping this on its radar. Real Estate News reports in an open letter last month that even Zillow came down on companies like Envy Realty that offer the right to list agreements. And what they stated was, there is no place for deceptive and harmful practices in real estate. The home search giant added that it is determined to put an end to these predatory practices and has been actively working with more than a dozen state legislatures to pass laws that would prohibit companies from engaging in deceptive advertising and predatory listing practices. And then also, according to Business Den, in February, NV Realty has been accused of criminal usury law violations by a Weld County judge in Colorado and an Adams County judge in Colorado who scrutinized a company for placing liens on homes that they claim could be scurrilous. A real estate broker in Loveland, Colorado, his name is Zach Chaconi, I think is how he pronounced it, says, I don't want them in our state. I don't want them doing this, and I want them. I don't want them running this scheme in our state. So it looks like even some real estate agents and brokerages have taken matters into their, in their hands. So what does all of this mean? 
Well, what this means, according to Forbes, is that MV Realty, as we mentioned, has reported that between 30 and 35,000 customers across the United States have these agreements filed against their properties. The company has given out more than $40 million to these homeowners, and they stand to collect 10 times what they paid, according to the report. One belief is that the lawsuits could help these homeowners recoup money that may have been illegally taken from them or even allow them to terminate the contracts without any financial penalty. But the bankruptcy could affect all of that. Who knows? We also know what's happening now is lawmakers in states including Florida, Colorado, Washington, they've already passed legislation against these types of predatory listing practices. We also know that North Carolina just recently passed the Unfair Real Estate Agreements Act that prohibits the acts. And actually, I understand that even retroactively voided all of the agreements. We also know now that the Massachusetts Attorney General's Office announced earlier this year that they're getting a preliminary injunction against Envy Realty, prohibiting them from using deceptive marketing practices or signing any of these new agreements while these lawsuits continue. We know in Florida, a Hillsborough County judge there refused the motion to dismiss the Florida Attorney General's lawsuit against them as well. And as of, uh, I think this year, more than 600 complaints have been filed by homeowners in North Florida and South Georgia alone. And that was reported by Action News Jacksonville. So with the company's bankruptcy filings, it's questionable whether anyone will ever recover these fees. It is not a dissolution. It's a reorganization. So how much, if they have more debt than they have money, who's going to get the money if they're ever able to do anything? Will the company cease to exist if these agreements go away or will they continue in some form of just a regular real estate agency? Has their brand been so soiled by these lawsuits that the brand has no value anyway? Uh, I do believe that the bankruptcy protection could protect them from the brunt of these lawsuits, but I do think that the bankruptcy court could end these agreements. We might even see some acceleration of some of this legislation now, as states like South Carolina, in my opinion, should be under a lot of pressure to do something as this company now has filed bankruptcy in South Carolina. One belief is that now that we'll have one central forum, the federal bankruptcy court uh, and, and the state bankruptcy courts, to ask for these liens to be released or withdrawn. So the bankruptcy court might have the power to come in and declare these liens uh, improper, illegal or whatever, and then just have them wiped out as a matter of law. That would be fantastic. So if we could just get to a point where some order comes out where all these liens are invalid, then on the title insurance aspect, we could just ignore them and we can move forward. So as we continue to have more information about this, we will certainly let you know and keep you updated. But certainly a lot of people believe this is the beginning of the end of NV Realty and definitely the beginning of the end of these home buyer benefit programs, which don't really seem to benefit the home buyer, seems to benefit NV Realty. And in my perspective, it could not come soon enough. So hopefully this will take care of it and we can provide you with some more information as we get there. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for our show today. I know we've been covering a lot of legal aspects in the last couple of weeks with the National Association of Realtor Lawsuits, those settlements, and now this NV Realty. We'll try to get back to doing some practical practice information for you, whether it's marketing, business development, or legal matters you need to know in your practice over the next couple of weeks. Y'all please like us, share us, subscribe to us, and tell all the other real estate agents how really cool and how this this podcast here has just made your life so fulfilling that you just didn't know what you did before or something like that. All right. Y'all have a good weekend. Y'all take care.